Hey guys, guess what? We have a bonus episode. Bonus! (laughs) We had so much fun with Kate and Claudia that we really just did not stop talking. So we wanted to take some of that recording and give you guys a bonus. We talk a little bit about, you know, some family things and we just get kind of into it uh, with them. So we hope that you enjoy it. Yes, they, uh, in true, I feel like in true Claudia fashion, uh, they started kind of interviewing us. So (laughs) this is um, basically a little bit of, you know, more, not so much about them, but it's just really good conversation with them. We talk, like I said, about some family stuff, or I'm sorry, like Lauren said, we talk about some family stuff. It's so fun. And we uh, didn't want to leave you all out of it. So bonus time. (laughs) You're welcome. uh, Since this is a bonus and it's a shorter episode, we thought we could have a little bit of catch up time because we haven't done that in a while uh, with all of our guests. So Lauren, do you have anything going on with you that you haven't told me about? Well, I'm officially finished with school. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. And I'm leaving that in there. I don't care if that blows your eardrums out. <laughs> I'm so I'm excited. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And you're on your last week. I am. I'm getting there. Um, so how's it, how's it feel? How did it feel like turning in that last project? Amazing. Well, I turned it in late because I have mad senioritis, but it feels amazing. I'm so happy. I never want to go back to school. I'm grateful that I had it, but I just feel like I am going to have a lot more time to dedicate to the pod and to my family. And I'm really looking forward to that. Yes. I'm so proud of you. And I know uh, you graduate in May, right? Mm-hmm. But you're, you're finished with all the work. I'm so proud of you. Um, this it, It's got to feel so good. I know it does. It does. And yours is going to feel so good at the end of this week. It's kind of surreal. (laughs) Yeah, I have one week left of my clinical rotations and I have two more weeks left of just a few, you know, closing things up. But I do have some big news and I debated on whether I would say this or not on the pod because it could end up badly. But I feel like 2021 year of manifestation. Mm. I have a job interview next week. Yay. It's for a job at, uh, it's a job I've actually like really want. Um, I've had, it's at a hospital I've had some experience at um, and I'm really excited. So I'm putting it out there uh, and hopefully, you know, next time we report, I'll have some, some good news about it. And if not, you know, them's the bricks, but I'm very (laughs) excited. Um, There was also just a kind of, uh, change it up a little bit we're recording this on tuesday uh which is two days before it comes out this comes out on thursday and some some stuff happened today in the news uh so i'm just going to read a little bit from this uh washington post article that came out around 7 30 on tuesday night and um the headline is derek chauvin convicted of murder and manslaughter in the death of george floyd Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was convicted of murder, murdering George Floyd on Tuesday. The conclusion of a closely watched trial that came nearly a year after Floyd's killing catalyzed an international protest movement for racial justice. After just over 10 hours of deliberation, a jury returned guilty verdicts on all three counts, second degree unintentional murder third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. Chauvin faces up to 40 years in prison, and he will await his sentence in eight weeks from jail. 
Advocates embraced the verdict as an overdue measure of accountability, but said they will continue fighting for justice and police reform. Local, state, and national leaders praised the decision, and President Biden called the Floyd family. Uh, And it it ends with a little quote from his brother that said, I'm going to miss him, but I know now he's in history, Uh, which was Floyd's brother, Terrence Floyd. I'm sorry, George Floyd's brother, Terrence Floyd, said that on Tuesday, which was today. Um, This is awesome that there is accountability for this police brutality and so this is awesome that this trial and these convictions are showing accountability for these horrible actions uh this systemic racism and you know police brutality against uh black people i i don't i think i i mean you know there's so much out there still to fight so you know it's we haven't won the war but that's a good you know, just a a good step forward, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a step. I think I can't imagine another verdict just with all of the, you know, the evidence and what actually happened. And so, you know, this is a good, this is a step. I think that I hope that this is indicative of what the future will look like when it comes to accountability and when it comes to really taking down, as you mentioned, you know, the systemic racism that is within, you know, the, the police force and just our country as a whole. So I, I agree. It feels like a win. It's still a tragedy. It doesn't take away from that, but Not at all. I um, definitely think that it's important and it is, we're seeing accountability. And I think that that matters. I agree, but there's so much work to be done. Um, and I just wanted to end this kind of, you know, conversation, um, by a quote from, a well, it's not a quote, but it's a tweet from Barack Obama, uh, president Barry. He said (laughs) today, a jury did the right thing, but true justice requires much more. Michelle and I send our prayers to the Floyd family and we stand with all those who are committed to guaranteeing every American, the full measure of justice, that George and so many others have been denied. We just want to highlight this and, you know, keep fighting the good fight out there. You know, we don't, don't be, don't be racist. Don't do racist shit. Don't be a trash human. And, you know, I, I, I think it's really powerful seeing his daughter um, and that sign that she has that says my daddy changed the world. And that that's true. And I really do feel that. And I do feel like there is, there's change coming. And I think that that's important. Yep. And my heart and thoughts go out to his family. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But yeah, so we, you know, we love to bring it down, but uh, I don't think that was really bringing it down. You know, no, that's- I think we just needed to point out, you know, what's happening in the world mm-hmm. and we- that we care about it and that, you know, we, you know, it affects all of us. So, yeah. And we just, uh, yeah, these things do affect all of us and, Sometimes I, we, sometimes we just think it's important to talk about real things when we're, you know, cutting up and being silly. And that's what this podcast is. So that's what we have. But, um, mm -hmm. but uh, after, you know, having said all of that, we hope you all enjoy uh, this little bonus, if you will, a little episode of some more Kate and Claudia. Yeah. So enjoy. But I was wondering, so uh, what was it like 
you had more of a Brie, you had more of a stable uh, parent situation. And what was it like seeing Lauren go through her home life? Like, was it, have you guys seen Pen15? Yes. Like, oh my God. Yes. I'm like picturing Pen15 a little bit. <laughs> It, well, and Brie had, so Brie has the divorced parents aspect of it too. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of house to house. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you guys may not know this about me, but I pretty much lived at my aunt's house in high school. Um, I would go back and forth. Um, I would have to stay the night at my mom's um, because my aunt didn't want to mm-hmm. cause fights, you know, so that Southern women, they're, mm-hmm. they're sisters. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. I would stay at my aunt's house cause it was definitely more stable. I had a dinner cooked for me. It was definitely, you know, a much more stable environment, but then I would have to go home. And my aunt actually put a lot of restrictions on me. I had, I wasn't allowed to spend the night with friends. I, whenever I like on the weekends, I would then stay the night with her. So it, about mm-hmm. senior year, I was able to, I was staying actual nights and like sleeping on the couch. And so, um, I had a very strict curfew and I wasn't allowed to spend the night at my friend's house. Um, so now Brie, I'll let you answer what it was like to see that for me. <laughs> so, um, I think I met Lauren in middle school. Cause I went from private school to public school and I think it was seventh grade. And Lauren has always been this just bubbly person. She's just fun, very optimistic. Like, so if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. So Lauren mm-hmm. navigated, like Lauren kept everything, you know, like anything going on at home was close to the chest. You know, she didn't bring it all out. She didn't have drama. The only, you know, the only thing you would know is that she wasn't allowed to stay the night places. She wasn't allowed to go out and do those things. So honestly, Mm -hmm. Lauren led a really, you know, from that standpoint, Lauren led a really like good childhood. She was a cheerleader. We were active. We were friends. We did things. The only thing, honestly, from my perspective, until I got to know her a little better was that she had a stricter rules and I mean I had really strict rules also so it wasn't you know that much it wasn't weird it wasn't abnormal mm-hmm. so yeah so Lauren's just always really good at keeping face you know she's I do say face mm-hmm. um I don't know if you guys listen to Miranda Lambert or not but that song where she's like fix your makeup girl it's just a breakup girl like her mom's like uh-huh. telling her to like act that's me I always have a face on I'm like everything's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> all right mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah, I definitely kept it close to the chest and, um, you know, you wouldn't have known at all, but Brie and I, you know, then we went to college and that's when I started to realize that I was able to speak about things once I was kind of away mm-hmm. from that environment. And so I just kind of unloaded from then on. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. will say in college, it was more apparent. Um, we lived together for all of college until Lauren, Lauren graduated a semester before me. So we lived together the entire time. Um, and there, she definitely showed a lot more like just issues like with, um, you know, family members, you know, reaching out, giving her grief for certain things. Um, mm-hmm. just, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, get, dive into it cause it's her story, but she had, it was, it was definitely much more apparent that she was essentially on her own for many years at that point. Like, yeah, she mm-hmm. had a place to stay and those types of things, but as far as guiding life and having kind of someone to help her, it was very much her. So, yeah. Well, and to that point, I've had some of our, um, sorority sisters. So I never, 
did I never said anything about how I just randomly got custody of these two kids like I never mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you would see on social media that I had two kids I never explained it um that's just not I I, I will do it face to face I'm a very open person I'm an open book but I just don't mm-hmm. like to then put it out there like performatively yeah, yeah um, on social media mm-hmm. yeah I mean, when we got married, actually, I didn't even post about it for a month. Um, I just, (laughs) that's just kind of how I am. And so, you know, I've had some of our girlfriends that we've seen at weddings and things, you know, since we've graduated, um, mentioned to me, they were like, well, I was like, oh yeah, you know, they're my nieces. And they were like, yeah, I remember you telling me you were going to get custody of them. So I've been saying this since I was Mm -hmm. 19, 18. So, you know, some people weren't surprised. But I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought I was being secretive. <laughs> no, the, first, the first time Lauren ever said that to me, I remember we were on our front porch. She was um, in, in our apartment in college and she was getting off the phone with somebody, mom's, I don't know, somebody, mom's sister, somebody. And she was just frustrated and angry. And she goes, you know what? I'm going to get custody of those girls one day. And, um, and I think she was like, Derek knows, and he's, he's, he's on board with it. And that's her, her boyfriend at the time now husband, but she's like, we're going to get those kids one day. And we were at this point, maybe 20. Well, I can tell you guys this because, um, now we're friends. My husband (laughs) is so funny. So when we didn't hear from you and I was like, I know that she's been traveling. I, I, well, first I was like, she ghosted us. She doesn't want to be a part of this. They don't like it. I'm like so I was, sorry. no, you're fine. You're fine. I, I know you were traveling and you had a bunch of stuff going on and whatever. And so I convinced myself that you ghosted us. And so I told him, I was like, it's not good. Cause when I, I got your message back, I started crying, crying. And he was like, you're really doing this. So he was like, this is what you wanted. I was like, ah, I know. And so then when Aww. I told you, when I told you that you guys ghosted me and then I tried not to talk about it. Cause you guys know if something bad happens, I'm like, Nope, nothing happened. It's fine. So when you wrote oh me God. back, I screenshotted it to him and I was like, look, we're in. And he was like, he was like, well, good. Cause I was about to message him. And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, oh I was like, God. I said, his middle name's Ambrose. I said, Derek Ambrose, you cannot in all caps. And he was like, I was just going to tell them that they, that they broke my wife's heart and they should be ashamed. And I was like, no, I would have died. That's what I said. So I was like, what if, I was like, what if Claudia had an appointment or something? Yeah. I might like, be in the daggone. That's was the like, kind of man everyone should have. I know. Yes. Yeah. I know a yeah. little psychotic, but very sweet. <laughs> He was Incredible. like, one way or another, we're getting this interview. He's like, if I have to go to Maryland and drag him here myself. I know. And I told him, I was we'll like, we'll show up at He don't that. care. Yeah. I was like, I appreciate the support, but don't ever do that. And his, and this was all through text. I, you know, we were both working. His only response was, well, like he's not even going to apologize for it. He's like, well, that's, so I can't tell him anything. I feel like. That is so funny. Oh, shame. You broke my so wife's sweet. heart. And I was like, Stop. You broke shame. <laughs> well, good for you that yeah. those girls, I mean, it sounds like you had your, your aunt as stability and now for you to be able to parent mm-hmm. these girls. And uh, I just love that. This is your sister's children. Yes. My sister is okay. 11 years older than me. And mm-hmm. um, we have different fathers, same mother, but we were raised mm-hmm. together, but she's also 11 years older than me. So there is a pretty big age difference, but yes, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 
good for you. Yeah, oh, thank you. I mean, yeah. what I mean, it's again, I've always wanted it. It's it's terrible, you know, what they what we had to go through to get here. Um, you guys don't know the story. I'm happy to tell you if you're interested, but um I am I mean happy if you don't that mind. it worked out. Yeah. So um I I'll try to be brief because I don't want to take up too much of your time. So I actually got oh we got nowhere because- to be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my youngest, um, she was six at the time. Her name's Charlie. Um, and she was truant in school. And so my sister was in family court. Um, and she, I I would get on like once a month and we would do sleepovers. There's a a amusement park, uh, called Kentucky kingdom that I took them to. But when I went to pick them up, my mom was being really mean and my sister was nowhere to be found. And it was just, everything was very disheveled. And I, and I wasn't speaking to, I wasn't on speaking terms with my sister because she, the last time I'd seen her, she had like been pretty hateful. Um, and she has mental health mm-hmm. issues. She's clinically bipolar, but she's, she won't take medicine and she, you know, is an addict. And so I had to kind of set a boundary mm-hmm. because I always took care of her. Um, I always got her groceries. I always made sure the girls were taken care of. And I just, I, I couldn't do that anymore. Um, mm-hmm. not taking care of the girls, but just her. So I had to kind of cut our relationship right. and only, it was almost like co-parenting. It was like, it was like we were divorced parents, me and my sister, like I would pick them up and I was just there for the kids, you know? And so mm-hmm. I, I messaged her on Facebook cause I didn't have a way of getting a hold of her. Um, and I was like, Hey, I picked up the girls it seems a little off. If you want me to take them, I'm happy to do so. And she was like, I can't talk to you right now. You're just going to be disappointed in me. And I was like, great. So then a week passes and, um, she reached out to me and she was like, I'm actually going to have you take temporary custody. She was like, um, meet me here. My friend's a notary. And so I, and I had no information. So then I, I, I went to meet her and I was like, what's going on? And she had gotten caught stealing in Louisville. So our town's about 30 minutes south of Louisville. So she got caught in mm-hmm. Louisville, but she had drugs in her purse. She's a prior felon. And she didn't want family court where we live in Bullock County to find out. And I'm like, I'm not sure that that's how it works. I'm pretty sure they talk, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So she was trying to get around it. So she was like, I'm going to go to rehab. Um, you, you get temporary custody because um, Charlie was truant and she was, uh, my sister was ordered grief counseling because her father had passed away, um, about a year prior. And she kept saying that that's why she wasn't parenting the way that she should be is because her, her, her father passed away. She was grieving, um, which is definitely a part of it. Um, but, and so she never went to grief counseling. So she knew she was in trouble. Uh- <laughs> that's not an excuse. That's oh, you're right. It's, okay. it's not an excuse. Interrupt. No, <laughs> no, that's I'm fine. Involved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you just wait. There's some twists and turns. Um, so I went and I got temporary custody. Um, it was an emergency situation, so they didn't do it immediately. I had to come back two weeks later, which I had never been to court before. It was, it was wild. I've always been like really good student, always followed the rules. Like mm-hmm. I had never been in court before and being in family court all day freaked me out. Um, but I went and picked them up. They were getting How evicted. How old were you? 26. Anyways, so I <laughs> I went to pick them up. They were getting evicted from their house. So my oldest at the time, she's 16 now, she was 11 then, was packing up their house to go and move into my mom's. But they rented a house right next door to my mom's. So they were just like packing things back. It was a horrible situation. So I went and picked them up. Uh, my sister came by that night and that was pretty much it. Didn't see them for like a, a couple of weeks. I found out they got arrested. So she was with my youngest's father. Um, they got arrested at a, a, like a, a safety stop, like a, with the, where the cops stop you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. they're two, they're two felons together, which is not supposed to happen. They're not supposed to live together Oof. and they had like weapons on them and guns on them. And so then they got arrested. 
So then, so I was like, okay, I'm going to try and get permanent custody now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so because it was just temporary, she was going to go to rehab and everything was going to be fine. And, you know, Derek, my, my husband, he was like, they're, we're not, they're not getting them back. And I was like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, you know, and he was like, no, I'm not giving them back. <laughs> I, I was him. like, I know. Yeah, he, he's great. And so then, so whatever. So then my sister gets out um, and she missed Charlie's birthday. So we meet up so she could see her, but I was still really trying to set boundaries because it was still a very sticky uh-huh. situation. Um, and then didn't speak to her for about a week. Um, the Charlie's father was still in jail at this time. And then my best, our good friend, Amanda calls me and she was like, um, I have something really messed up to tell you. And I don't know how to tell you. And I was like, well, just lay it on me. Cause my life is in shambles right now. And I thought it was like, Derek's cheating or something crazy. I was like, that's oh, the God. only, other, I was like, that's like, and we've been together since I was 20, but I was like, that's the <laughs> only other thing that could like fall apart right now. And so, um, she told me that my sister was being indicted by the grand jury for murder. Oh gosh. Wow. So, so the murder happened a month before any of this happened. And uh-huh. what happened was they had a separate drug house um, and their neighbors who my girls knew this woman and her children. And um, she, it was her and her boyfriend were neighbors. They were having the way that my sister tells it. And I've only, I only know this because of court documents or whatever, but um, mm-hmm. there was a domestic disturbance. My sister and Char- Charlie's dad, Brian, went next door to mitigate it, to, to be like, oh, it's okay. Um, and they were the guys were going to go outside and smoke a cigarette. The guy walked out of the bedroom with a gun and the guys wrestled and then shots went off. That's mm. the only part of the story we know. However, the woman was shot multiple times and the man was shot multiple times. The woman died. Mm. Um, my sister and Brian left and they took the gun. So they were going to say it was a murder suicide like the cops thought it was but they could not find the murder weapon the man woke up from a coma and named my sister and charlie's dad oh my gosh you got a you got you have like a movie and i know this is like (laughs) it's insane but the silver lining is that it was then not difficult to get custody. So, I mean, yeah. it, it was in a sense because my, my oldest father then tried to come into the picture and be a savior and he's an addict. And it was, that was horrible, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I did not have to fight my sister in order to get custody. Um, that's mm-hmm. the only silver lining. And they also never had to go into foster care. So, you know, had this but, happened without me getting custody, I would have, they would have had to first gone into the system. Then I would have had to fought to get them. So none of mm-hmm. that happened. Um, I already had them. They were living with us. We had a two bedroom, one bath. We quickly bought a house <laughs> where they go to school. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. to keep their life as normal as possible. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the story. <laughs> Sorry, wow. I didn't mean to make this about me. With the... No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you shared that. I don't know if you've shared it on your podcast before, but it's such a powerful story. And I have like goosebumps, like the things that you went through and I'm sure that like Brie, you helped support her and that your, your husband, oh, yeah. like completely, it's amazing. You have this team around you and that you guys are able to support those girls that just, I have the best friends. I mean, they actually, in the thick of me going through it, I met up with one of our girlfriends. She lived closer to me. We're all, we're all kind of spread out in different States, like mm-hmm. DC, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, whatever. So I met up mm-hmm. with one of them, um, because I was in town for work or whatever. And I was in the thick of it. Like it, it had just been going on and mm-hmm. they gave me like, they knew that like, we didn't 
have a lot of money at the time. And she was like, here, this is from us. Like, just like a gift card, just to get like groceries and stuff like that. And my friends have, Mm -hmm. I mean, and I cried, you know, and they've just like, if I did not have my friends, I wouldn't have made it through. They've been so good to me. Brie, I mean, the girls call Brie her aunt, their aunt, like they're all, we're all oh. family. Um, so that has been, re- that's been really great to see. Um, cause I, we have like close, like seven, six or seven girlfriends that are just very close to us. And we like all go on trips together. Mm-hmm. My girls, one of them just got engaged. My girls came and like got to hang out oh. with us all. And so it's been really special. That's so cool. Like, I feel like Lauren did a really good job at making it, you know, more or less seamless for the girls because Mm -hmm. she was able like she said they adapted you know they they bought the they got a new house the girls got to stay in their same school and um Mm -hmm. I I mean I think if you ask me and if you ask probably any of us they're spoiled rotten you know (laughs) they get to do all the things that none of us got to with our you know (laughs) parents but that's great you know and I think that Uh And I, you know, try to tell Lauren is, um, you know, that she's doing a great job because there are times that, you know, raising teen, I mean, I, I don't know, but <laughs> Claudia, you probably know, <laughs> raising teenagers is hard and, hard. Um, mm-hmm. you know, she's, I think she's, she's doing a great job. So, but to your- so real quick round of applause for Lauren. Oh no, stop it. Don't do that. <laughs> I hate that. Um, but what's really funny is that, so I was engaged when all this happened. Um, uh-huh. And so- in a four month span, my, I got married. Cause we just got married like by mm-hmm. justice of peace right around our first apartment. Cause it, we had to get married in order to buy the house together. And so, uh-huh. so whenever I went to my like annual doctor appointment that year, I was, <laughs> they were like, Oh, has your address changed? Yes. Um, has your last name changed? Yes. Has your phone number changed? Yep. Mm-hmm. All of it. And I'm like, I'm not making this up. I'm sorry. Like, like has your, ha, have, do you have dependents now? And I'm like, yep. Two of them, like everything that you have to fill out. I was like, it's all different. Uh-huh. Oh my God. That your taxes, everything. Just it was wild. A, a 180. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it was I have wild. to say to Brie, I think your role is important here as well. Because sometimes those kids will be willing to share something with you that they won't share with Lauren. So uh, I think you can have a huge impact on these kids. And you know, that's true because Olivia and I do have, and and actually I think Olivia, her oldest, the 16 year old is playing all of her friends because Mm -hmm. there (laughs) is an agreement between us and her that like, you can tell us and we mm-hmm. won't tell Lauren. And we actually had a brunch not that long ago. And one of our friends, like all of us were in the living room talking and Olivia and one of our other girlfriends, they were in the, they were in the kitchen and they were talking about boys mm-hmm. and kissing and all this other stuff. And, um, you know, I, she's just let her spill it all out. And then of course, yeah. you know, she's like, Hey, yeah, she made out with that little boy or whatever. And it's not a big deal. <laughs> But um, no, we do have that. Like she, yeah. she loves, I mean, she thinks she's part One and she us, is part yeah. of the group, but she, you know, mm-hmm. she, um, but she does get mad when we make her go, like when we go on trips and we're like, you have to stay at the house. Like we're going, you know, you have to watch out. your sister. <laughs> yeah. 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 We don't she have is. a fake for you yet. She was like, last time she was like, well, I can be your DD. And I was like, you have your permit. That's not how that works. <laughs> like. Yeah, what happens? <laughs> no. I'm an insurance agent. 
No, I'm like, I have custody. I could lose custody. We're not doing that. Like, you're crazy. She is very excited. (laughs) She's very, very excited for us to like all take her out when she turns 21. She thinks that's like her grand idea of a 21 year old party is like me and all my friends. Meanwhile, we're all like 35. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, she, so now we're cool, but like in six years, we're, she's not going to care about us. No, no she'll care about you. Yeah. She just won't want to hang out with you. Listen, no, all of her friends are going to be broke 21 year olds. She's going to want you guys to take her out. Yeah, that her. That's true. I will say her. Drinks her friends love us too. Her friends listen to the pod. You know, that's why we started is because like her friends were always talking to me about all the things and asking me all kinds Mm -hmm. of questions because I was an aunt and then a mom and I'm younger and whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was, she sent me like a Snapchat not too long ago of her and like all of her girlfriends, like staying the night at someone's house. They were all doing their nails, listening to the podcast. And I was like, I was like, that's why I did it. Hopefully you listen and you learn. This week, well, if they're listening now, we love you too. Listen to our podcast, girls. (laughs) Oh, yes, 100%. Well, we do. Um, Yeah, we were. I hope they listened to last week's because we did a a body positivity one about us going to the beach. And I've had to buy an entire Mm -hmm. new wardrobe because I've gained weight and, you know, Mm -hmm. how that affects you and how that's okay to you know, not be, you know, super, you know, like I love my body, but you, like you can feel all your feelings, <laughs> but know that it's just a body and you're totally you're so much more than that. And so we're yeah. trying to do these, you know, different Absolutely. episodes where we can talk to them and Lauren and Brie, we love you so much. Absolutely. <laughs> you. You're invited okay. to the back porch for crabs. Oh, oh that was my... <laughs> I was like, I'm going to cry if Claudia invites me to the back porch for crying. <laughs> well, it's happened. You guys are coming to Maryland. That's right. oh, on the way. Sweet. We're literally on the way right now. Oh, that makes me so sweet. We'll be vaccinated, Hold the plug Claudia. on the pot. <laughs> yes. You must be getting... vaccinated. By the end of, by the end of this month, I'll be cry. vaccinated. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. <laughs> yes we're doing we're doing crabs we're doing it this is making me happy good before before lauren makes you cry (laughs) this is something i used to do to her all the time because lauren can cry on command she is i I can i can he is a phenomenal actress so one of the things i used to do to her when we were like Mm -hmm. living together i used to tell her (laughs) that she couldn't be an astronaut like (laughs) Because to be an astronaut, like it's so, like it's so, it's so hard. Like the criteria. Just because I don't have perfect vision. Yes, you have to be tip top, and she wears glasses. You know, so uh-huh. you know, whatever. And I would just say, I would just tell her, look at her in her face, and say, "You will never be an astronaut." And then she start <laughs> crying. <laughs> and we would do it in public, and sometimes people would be like, "Why are you making her cry?" And I was like, "She's fine." I'd be like, "No, like she told me, I can't." <laughs> That reminds me of my friends and I just like putting on a spectacle to make everyone else feel uncomfortable around us. Yeah. And we also, anytime we go anywhere, especially with the kids, we'll hold hands, like lace hands in public. Just like we're the moms. (laughs) We don't care. I'm like, so you know that everyone thinks that like we're their parents. And she's like, yes, yes, they do. We are. That's my true. Best friend and I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aunt Elaine used to kiss you on the mouth before COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not a mouth kisser with friends, but Elaine oh, only was. with Elaine. Yeah, yeah. Elaine was. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I 
I love that. That's perfect. And for moms. Yeah. Those are the only people that kiss you on the mouth. Yeah. And now no one does. <laughs> no, but we'll all be vaccinated very soon. We're all, yeah. When you guys come for crabs, we'll all mouth kiss. No, like an yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going to mouth kiss Jolene. Yes. I'm going to mouth oh, kiss yes. Jolene, especially. Yeah. She's definitely, she will definitely now, she's take the your famous one. Yeah. Jolene is the famous one. <laughs> Well, you should also know that we love Dolly, big Dolly fans. My youngest <gasps> is obsessed with Dolly so much. And I have a video. She loves to sing in the shower. Uh, she's, an, she's a big personality. She loves to sing in the shower. And I have a video of me recording her singing to Dolly in the shower. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, big Dolly fan. I've never... I haven't really wanted to have children, but, to, but that makes me want to have mm-hmm. children someday. <laughs> oh yeah. She's awesome. Don't say, awesome. Don't say that. <laughs> well, she, so I probably would have never had children had I not have my children, to be honest. Like I, mm-hmm. it was, it was just, wasn't something that I was going to do, even though I'm, I'm very much a caretaker and I like try to take care of everyone. Mm-hmm. I try to, I try to mom everyone. Um, Asbury have mommed her most of our life. Um, <laughs> But now that I have these children, they really want us to have a baby. And so, you know, we're trying to have a baby. Um, and now, and now I just want all the babies, but my kids have made having kids really cool. Like Charlie is very special. Like one time, you know, she had to be reprimanded by Derek and he started crying after, and she like patted, she patted him on the back. She was like, it's okay all kids go through this and all parents go through this and that's okay. And he's like, what? (laughs) She's a trip. She's so excited that we're talking to you all right now. She's like going to lose her mind. Oh my gosh. That makes me so happy. So we hope you guys enjoy that little bonus, some little extra audio, a little deeper peek into our lives thank you for listening and next week we have a really exciting guest again so stay tuned friends at kate so stay tuned and we'll we'll talk to you on sunday we'll see you sunday